0: We got the ad playing. Seven seventy AM, ninety two point five FM, Right Side Radio. It's uh, Phil Williams hosting for you today. Where we are solid conservative and just plain right. Hey, Copper, I'm not sure what's going on, but I've got music playing in my ears. Oh, there it went away, finally. Hey, listen, uh, Phil Williams on WVNN. We've been hosting Right Side Radio now for several days, and we've been telling you the entire time that we're going to do everything we can to uh, enlighten, entertain, empower, and educate you on the issues. Make sure that you know things that are happening. Sometimes we want you to know them before the rest of the world even knows they're happening because uh, we got connections, man. And so the other day, you heard my friend Matt Clark from the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. He came on the show. And Matt had gotten wind of the fact that uh, our liberal mayor of Montgomery, uh, Mayor Reed, um, who, by the way, his father uh, ran the Teachers Union and the Democrat Party for many, many years in the state, uh, Joe Reed. Well, Mayor Reed has proposed a, call a SOGI ordinance, Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity. Basically, what it's going to do is give potentially preferential treatment uh, and potentially encroach upon civil liberties in, 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 in the city of Montgomery. Well, Matt and I talked about that on Monday. And then, you know, but Matt said, too, at the time, all that we had at the time were understandings of what was being proposed. And I actually went and did a little research and pulled up a copy of an article that just ran uh, just about two weeks ago where Mayor Reed said he was going to do something like this, but it was pretty benign if you read the article. My friend Matt's going to come on the line with us right now. Matt has gotten the scoop. Y'all are hearing news for the first time right now. Nobody else in the state has reported this yet. But Matt, as of last night, got a copy of the ordinance, which has not even been made public yet because Matt's got sources. And the truth be told, we now have a copy of the ordinance, which is going to be proposed to the City Council of the City of Montgomery next week. Let's go ahead and just uh, bring on my friend Matt Clark. Matt Clark from the Center for Law and Liberty, how are you doing today, man? Hey, okay, Joe, so I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hey, listen, Matt, let's unpack this a little bit. So, no, obviously, we don't want to tell where you got your copy, but you've got sort of an advanced look now at this proposed ordinance. And from what I've seen since you sent it to me, it does appear that it goes well beyond the scope of what Mayor Reed has even said that it would.
1: Goodness, yeah, you're you're right. When when he talked to the Montgomery Advertiser a couple of weeks ago, he said it was going to be limited to government employment and housing. But the ordinance that uh, I got a copy of, it is far more sweeping than that. It you know just like we feared it might, it, it touches just about. Uh, every area of, of life in Montgomery. Uh, it has possibly implications for, for churches, definitely for small business owners, and, and even the folks who put their their homes out on Airbnb or something like that to make some extra money. So it's pretty sweeping.
0: Well, it is pretty sweeping, and I read through it, and and you know, you had your annotations to it, and I got my highlighter out and began reviewing it, and it's it's actually pretty shocking. And I think we need to find a way to post this thing out there, but Right now, the world may be hearing about this for the very first time based upon your efforts. Um, so let's, let's, let's go a little further. I mean, I'm looking at, I don't know if you have it in front of you right now, but I'm looking at paragraph C on the discriminations that are prohibited. And in paragraph C2, it says no discrimination, and it has the right to the full enjoyment of any accommodations, advantages, facilities, and assemblage. And assemblage could very easily mean a church, could it not?
1: Yes, that was the first thing that popped out to me as well when I saw it. You know, but most of us have grown up with this idea of separation of the church and state, but it only seems to work one way. You know, if if you wanna, you know, acknowledge God in public, government says you can't do that. But, you know, if you try to invoke that same principle to defend yourself from a church, you've got guys like Mary Reed that come along and say, No, nah, we're we're gonna apply this to you too, regardless of whether you have a religious problem with it or not
0: yeah and and it it keeps going from there i mean i'm looking at it right now the very next paragraph says no discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity in in rental well like you said earlier if somebody has their personal home uh out there as an airbnb and somebody wants to rent that home uh for the purposes of a, a gay wedding and, and they decide sort of like the the cake baker situation that they they don't want to do that uh, that could be something that could be subject to penalties. Am I right?
1: Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Um, it, you know, it, it, the, the language in the ordinance is not that, it, you know, not that explicit, you know, in terms of it applying to places like Airbnbs or things like that. But when you look up definition of the word rent, like the courts are going to do, if this comes before them, it, it, I think it covers it. So yeah, you got a lot of folks that, you know, just want to rent their homes out temporarily to make some extra money or, or folks that run a bed and breakfast. Um, we're not talking about like big hotels like the Hilton or something. We're talking about the little guy here that just wants to make extra money to provide for their families and, and run it in accordance with their religious beliefs. And this ordinance is going to crack down on them too.
0: Well, and, and I, it keeps on going, man. I'm looking at it. The very next paragraph then says, with regards to the right to obtain an education free from discrimination uh, in any educational institution. And that could mean private Christian schools too, could it not?
1: It could, it could. Now that one's a little bit more um, interesting. I, I think you know Christian schools may have a little bit more cover because when it gets down to talking about um, what the uh, what, what what the exceptions are, there there is one exception there, uh, saying that religious organizations that um, hire employees to carry out its religious mission um, are exempt from that. And while on the one hand um, I think Mayor Reed is counting on this to, to try to fool people into thinking, all right, you guys are going to be fine. Well, it's it's not, because it, that's actually very limited in scope. Uh, I think a Christian school could say things like, all right, we're going to hire Bible teacher, teachers that teach the Bible the way that it's written. But what about gym teachers, all right? What about, uh, you know, janitors? What about people that you think, you know, the jobs that they do don't necessarily carry out their religious mission? That might be different, and so that way it could possibly get into private Christian schools.
0: Well, and I saw that also in the exceptions paragraph. So, in paragraph uh, subparagraph D, it says the exceptions would include a religious corporation or society that employs an individual, yada yada yada. And it's mostly for a ministerial exception. In other words, other support staff at the church. Uh, I mean, and and, and and by the way, this this is going to be perceived you and I having this discussion because the the LGBTQIA plus community or whatever they call themselves now that the, all the acronym groups in the, in the gay agenda. Uh, they, they literally take offense if you dare to have the discussion. Well, we're daring to have the discussion, so go ahead and take offense, people. But the reality is w- this is not a persecution discussion. What we're saying, though, is on the opposite side is that people who who have a, a, a well-reasoned religious accommodation that is desired to be maintained, those are the people we're talking about right now. We're not talking per se about those that this ordinance is seeking to allegedly try to protect. We're talking about those that it's infringing upon. That's what we're concerned about in this conversation. And I'm seeing right now that literally, uh, if I read this right, that, that, that concern, that, that deep held belief, it doesn't matter. You're going to be told you're secondary now.
1: Yeah, uh, I think you're you're absolutely right, and unfortunately, that takes our whole constitutional structure and turns it on its head. I mean, you know, you don't need to be a lawyer to understand this. If you know, you look at the First Amendment, you know, it. it yeah, it says Congress shall make no law prohibiting the free exercise of religion. That applies to the states in the Fourteenth Amendment, and so it's right there in the very first amendment. And in addition, you got freedom of speech and freedom of assembly. You know, so you have some freedoms there uh, about you know how the government can't force you to pray something you don't like, and also how the government can't really force you to associate uh, with certain people if you know it, it runs afoul of uh, the, the collective religious belief. Um, but here, the city of Montgomery is taking that entire constitutional structure and turning it on its head. It's, it's making up an ordinance that is going to subject uh, all of those constitutional rights to really the feelings of people that would be offended if you just politely say no.
0: Well, and, I, and so let's 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 talk about what's going to happen to people if this passes. And in a minute, I want to talk about what we know about you know its potential for passage, but. But if this uh, ordinance is enacted uh, through the, the, the legislative processes of the city council, if that happens and it goes into effect as it's written right now, as the one you were – by the way, am I correct in saying that this was written by the governor by, – not by the governor, by the, by the mayor's legal staff? This is not like a document that somebody outside proposed. This was written by the legal staff at the mayor's office, Correct.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I, at the very least, we know that they had a hand in uh, drafting and editing it. Um, I, I, I suspect that this may be a model ordinance that was initially proposed by a gay rights group like the Human Rights Campaign. But we do know that the mayor's legal staff was in on this.
0: Okay. All right. So it comes from the mayor's office, then, at the very least, uh, and, mm-hmm. and tacitly with their their approval. That being said, um, if it passes, what are the penalties that could be levied? So it's, let's say let's let's give the hypothetical um a um let's say that someone uh, a local church decides uh, that the the transgender individual is just does not comport with the beliefs of that church and 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 the lifestyle is something that they don't think they could hire that person to be a support staff uh at the front office of the church and 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 so if if someone wants to truly enforce what we're looking at right here in this ordinance uh what are the penalties that that church could then face uh if that happens
1: so the ordinance is going to create a uh, a citywide civil rights commission to enforce this, and if they get a complaint, they can come after you and they can seek from a municipal court a five hundred dollar fine. Um, now, the the way that the city ordinance is set up, and the city code of ordinances is set up, is that each violation of the ordinance is considered a separate offense per day. All right. So, like, if, if in your hypothetical, if that guy comes back after being turned down once and says. Well, you reconsider, and the Church says, no, we, we can't hire you because you don't comport with what the Bible says about, you know, how to live. Then they just earn another $500 fine, and they can keep coming back again and again and again. And one other thing that's a little scary about this, Phil, all right, um, the, the the ordinance is not very well written. I, I think a legal intern could do a better job of drafting this ordinance than the way the mayor's it's office nice. did yeah, it. Right? Okay. But there there is potential here, uh, possibly even for jail time. Uh, Because a violation of any part of the city code could be fined by either um, $500 uh, or uh, six months in jail. So there is potential to rack up a lot of jail time here for all this.
0: Uh, it's, It's amazing. And this, by the way, so folks, if you're listening to the show right now, we're talking about the fact that the mayor of Montgomery, that's the capital city in your state, right down the road, is proposing an ordinance to the city council for consideration that would literally say, um, if you have a um, a well-reasoned religious faith-based belief uh, related to sexual orientation or gender identity, that it doesn't matter anymore, that you you cannot deny the rental of your personal home for an Airbnb, or you could not uh, uh, avoid the hiring uh, of, of, of somebody with that lifestyle at a church that, that that, that believes that that does not fit uh, the scriptural identities of the church and, and all these things right now and, and Matt's unpacking it pretty well are um, are are violations of our own rights if you get down to it. This is not an attack per se upon upon the 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 those who choose to live uh, the homosexual lifestyle. This is what we're talking about is an attack upon those who choose not to believe. There's a vast difference between not condemning but yet also not condoning and 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 truth be told. Forcing yourselves upon uh, people of faith or others who, who choose to believe differently is never going to help your cause. Matt, we got to go to a break, but I'd like you to hold on during the break because when we get back, I'd like to unpack where we are in terms of this uh, uh, proposed um, uh, ordinance and, and whether it has got a chance for passage. Hey, folks, this is Phil Williams on Right Side Radio. We are solid, conservative, and just plain right. You've been hearing a lot about Otter Creek Farm. Listen, Otter Creek Farm right now is one of the best-kept secrets in North Alabama, and they are currently putting together an incredible hunt in South Dakota. If you want to go hunt wild pheasant on a four-night, three-day trip, you ought to check out ottercreekfarmstead.com. They have outstanding guides and hospitality staff. They will square you away, ottercreekfarmstead.com. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. It is 349. we got plenty more to do, y'all. Phone lines are going to be open in the next hour. We're having a good time. Stay with us. Solid, conservative, just plain right. We'll be right back. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, Phil Williams hosting Right Side Radio on WVNN. We are the talk of the town right now. Uh, listen, this show has uh, been getting great feedback, and we certainly appreciate all of you tuning in. Hope you're going to call in in the next hour. we got plenty to talk about. I'm going to open up the phone lines when the time comes. Right now, though, I'm going to continue the conversation with my friend, Matt Clark. But before I do that, let me just tell you real quick about etaxbreaks.com. Folks, I, I know these guys etaxbreaks.com. These folks have 23 years of experience finding tax credits and incentives that you may not even know exist for your business. If you have retained your employees, if you have hired new employees, if you have placed your business in a certain geographic location, or if you have survived a pandemic or a natural disaster, you may have no idea. You have no idea that there's money out there that's just there for you, and they'll find it. etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. That's forward etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. They don't get paid unless they find you money. Go check them out. Hey, listen, I want to keep uh, talking with Matt Clark here for a minute. So, so Matt, um, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at an article from just two weeks ago in which Mayor Reed said that there was going to be a council vote in favor of the LGBTQ non-discrimination ordinance that was being drafted at the time, and it would send a message. Um, I think now that you've gotten an advanced copy, and by the way, folks, you're hearing a scoop today on Right Side Radio. Uh, Matt was able to get a copy of this. Uh, proposed ordinance and we've been uh, breaking this thing down a little bit and it's pretty awful um, matt what, what you, what's the what's the process for this thing becoming uh, an actual ordinance right now
1: so uh, montgomery's next city council meeting is in two weeks, and the rumors are they're going to try to bring it up again uh when you know, when when the council meets and try to get it passed uh no doubt there's you know there're discussions going on behind the scenes right now um the the reason it didn't come up on uh Tuesday night is because they didn't have the votes um but i i have no doubt that you know mayor reed is is trying to get to the city councilmen probably making you know um just the typical political offers that you get to get people to vote your way uh things like that so um next week could we we could we could see a serious vote on this, um, and it's it's scary to think that this could even happen right here in our capital city.
0: Well, do the people of Montgomery have a right to demand a public hearing or to, um, you know, have a chance for a forum in which they can air their views? Is there any requirement that the city council? Do you know the city council has to post this in advance in a public manner by which the the general public can see it?
1: Um, So the the short answer is I I don't know if there's a requirement like that. I I would hope there would be, because that's just good government right there. Um, But, you know, on the one hand, even if they don't post it, we can help get the word out and and sound the alarm. And, yes, um, the the city council meetings are open to the public. And uh, um, and during the last meeting – Uh, We we were assured by uh, the president of the city council that if Mayor Reed brought this up, that he would open the mic up for members of the public to come up and and take turns to speak. So I was there uh, ready to represent ACLL and and warn them about the constitutional problems and and the likelihood of them losing and having to pay out uh, a massive load of attorney fees. So, um, you know, Tuesday, I'm going to go back down there and be prepared to do the same thing.
0: Well good and, and so uh, I want you to keep us posted as that as that progresses because uh, brother, you're on the front lines and and I think people need to understand they, they have legal rights. I mean it is actionable potentially if this ordinance goes into place and and every single time conservatives have tried to do something in this state, liberal organizations like you know the Southern Poverty Law Center or the ACLU or another will take it to court and challenge it. It usually winds up going before the same general, person, Judge Myron Thompson, who almost always Mm -hmm. finds some grounds to enjoin the the conservative action that's sought. But you know what? Two can play at that game. Um, Conservatives have a right at court as much as uh, liberals do, and uh, the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty with Matt Clark is there to take those fights. Matt, thanks for what you do. Thanks for being here today on Right Side Radio. All right. Thanks, Bill. All right. That was Matt Clark, Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. Hey, before we go to the break, let me tell you about ZLA Solutions. If you're looking for a job, they've got them. If you're looking to hire people, they've got them. If you need help with logistics or management, they can do that. They are ZLA Solutions. They are helping companies all over the state of Alabama. And you can find them at ZLAUSA.com. That's ZLAUSA.com. They like to say ZLA doesn't just make it, they make it better. Hey, listen, folks, right side radio, two hours gone, one hour left. We're going to open the phone lines up after this break. I'm Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right.